everyone, it's George from Blockchain TXB and today is the 10th of October 2023 and unfortunately guys, the price of Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies has fallen down and the global cryptocurrency market is at $1.07 trillion. Now to be honest guys, at this point of time, I really am not sure. Is it because of the tension between Israel and Palestine? That is the reason why the price of Bitcoin and cryptocurrency has gone down. It's really hard to tell, but I know for a fact that the US stock market did actually go down, but later on in the day, it definitely pumped up again. So the Dow and S&P did actually fall down earlier in the day, but it gradually rebounded. Now, what kind of an impact will the chaos have in the price of Bitcoin and cryptocurrency? At this point of time, guys, I really am not sure, but I really am hoping that things do tend to come down in that region. And more importantly, I'm hoping that it does not impact the price of Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies. Now, guys, in today's episode, we have a bit of chaos in the world of Gitcoin. And you need to know, guys, that Gitcoin is more of a crypto developer platform and they made a massive error, roughly around half a billion dollars worth of error and they lost $460,000 and unfortunately looks like the funds have completely gone and this to be honest guys is one of the dangers of using cryptocurrencies cause there is no way to go ahead and retract these transactions or do any chargebacks as well. So we'll definitely go ahead and explore what that unfortunate news is. And guys, there is also a report which has been published which actually states that Coinbase is the second largest Ethereum staker. Now, is that a positive news? I really am not sure, but we'll definitely go and explore that news. And guys, regarding UK, we have some massive update. And listen to this, guys. Three massive giants, that is Binance, OKX and Moonpay, all have decided to comply with new rules in the United Kingdom. And I very specifically remember, guys, roughly around two months ago, I did talk about Binance, they were not happy regarding new regulations by the Financial Conduct Authority in UK but looks like they have agreed to comply with the rules so we'll definitely go ahead and discuss that. And guys we have some news in the world of artificial intelligence but this news has to do with Ukraine so it looks like they are focusing on artificial intelligence and the news has to do with artificial intelligence regulation so we'll definitely go ahead and explore that. And guys, like we do in every Crypto and Coffee Day podcast, I'm going to be discussing two news from Dubai, UAE and the Middle East. Now, the first news, guys, is a bit of an unfortunate news and this is to do with Islamic coin. And I very specifically remember, guys, I believe it was towards the end of 2020 or early 2021 where I did talk about Islamic coin. And me personally, I don't think so they follow the ethos of open blockchain. But the news is that the Dubai regulator, that is Dubai Virtual Asset Regulatory Authority, has blocked the sale and distribution of Islamic coin, so we'll definitely go ahead and explore that. Now, the second news, guys, has to do with a crypto firm called as Phoenix Group, and the news is that Abu Dhabi's IHC is planning to acquire 10% stake in the crypto firm, so it looks like that is definitely positive news. So, quite a lot of cover, guys, in today's episode, so let's kick start with it right away. Welcome to the Crypto and Coffee at 8, the daily podcast that keeps you up to date on all latest developments in the world of cryptocurrencies, blockchain and NFTs. Join us Monday to Friday as you kick off your day with a cup of coffee and a deep dive into the exciting and rapidly evolving world of digital assets. We'll cover the latest news and trends in the cryptocurrency and blockchain space as well as delve into the growing world of NFTs or non-fungible tokens and metaverse. Plus, we'll keep you updated on the latest developments from Dubai, UAE and the wider Middle East region. Whether you're a seasoned crypto enthusiast or just getting started, Crypto and Coffee at 8 has something for you. Our expert host will provide insight and analysis on the most important topics in the industry and help you stay up to date on the latest developments. We'll bring you interviews with leading figures in the crypto and blockchain space 
and explore the ways in which these technologies are changing the world around us, from the impact on traditional financial systems to the potential for revolutionizing industries and transforming societies, we'll cover it all on Crypto and Coffee at 8. So tune in and join us for a daily dose of Crypto and Coffee at 8 and let's stay ahead of the curve together. We'll start your day off right with the most important news and insights from the world of cryptocurrency, blockchain and the metaverse and help you navigate this exciting and rapidly evolving landscape. In Crypto and Coffee at 8, the daily podcast covers the latest developments in the world of cryptocurrency, blockchain and the metaverse. We'll also bring you updates on the latest news from Dubai, UAE and wider Middle East region. This also includes a range of topics such as developments in the local and blockchain industry, including new projects and initiatives, regulatory updates and policies related to cryptocurrency and blockchain in the region, local and regional events and conferences focused on crypto and blockchain, interviews with leading figures in Dubai, UAE and Middle East crypto and blockchain community coverage of any significant news or events related to cryptocurrency and blockchain in the region. By covering these local and regional developments, in addition to the wider world of cryptocurrency and blockchain, Crypto and Coffee at 8 aims to provide a comprehensive overview of the industry and its impact on the Dubai, UAE and Middle East region. Now before we kickstart today's episode, I have an important message, so check this out. Thank you to our sponsors for being part of the Blockchain DXP journey, firstly Advanced Media. Advanced Media Cars is the largest distributor of professional video, photo, broadcast and cinematic equipment and accessories in the Middle East and MENA region. With over two decades of experience, Advanced Media is now the largest distributor in the Middle East, representing more than 100 recognizable brands, including brands such as Zeiss, DJI, Hasselblad, Red and Road. As a matter of fact guys, the very mic that I'm recording is being sponsored by Advanced Media as well. And Advanced Media has showrooms in Saudi Arabia and services as well. Looks like they're definitely taking the Middle East by storm. And here's the beautiful thing guys. They're taking corporate social responsibility very seriously. And they're focusing on three P's. That is people, planet and prosperity. Now listen guys, if you do want to find out more information regarding the statement of corporate social responsibility, check out the website that is www.amt.tv. And here's the beautiful thing guys. They also want to be a leader and set an example and reputation as a pioneer and member of the community. And in doing so, guys, they also have an AMT scholarship with SAE Institute in Dubai, UAE. So definitely check it out. And also, guys, Advanced Media is committed to persistently developing, organizing, and hosting training workshops, seminars, and community events that educate, inform, and familiarize consumers with new equipment and the latest technological advances. So listen guys, do one thing, if you do want to support this channel, go to the website that is www.amt.tv and follow the social media channels as well. All of the details are in the show notes below. Next, Shalook Group, a luxury retail and distributor which is headquartered in Dubai, are getting into the NFT game. And here's the deal guys, they are not just getting into the NFT and metaverse space, they are going to be shaping the NFT metaverse and Web 3.0 space, which I believe is excellent not just for Dubai and UAE, but also for the global cryptocurrency community as well. And guys, Charlotte Group's Web 3.0 sneaker brand called Soulmates revealed their first NFT collection on the 12th of April. Now, what is really interesting is that it's called as Soulmates, so it's spelled as S for Sugar, O for Orange, L for Larry. Now, instead of E, they've replaced it with Web 3, and it is the number 3, mates.xyz. And guys, listen. Charlotte Group has over half a century's worth of experience 
in luxury goods and then getting into the NFT space is a massive deal. Now if you're a sneakerhead, you definitely need to check out soulmates.xyz and once again guys, the number is 3 instead of an E. It has all the information and in the show notes below, you'll get all the information and listen guys, if you want to be an early adopter, you can also pre-mint it at www.premint.xyz forward slash soulmates. So definitely check it out and they have a discord community as well. And Gus Nick, who is the head of corporate innovation at Charlotte Group and also the co-founder of Soulmates has a WhatsApp group where he constantly provides updates in the area of NFTs, Metaverse and Web 3.0. So guys check out soulmates.xyz and be part of the Soulmates OG NFT that is definitely going to shape the industry. Next, listen guys there are three things I'm absolutely passionate about. One is death metal, ice cold beer and the third one is extreme sports. That is Tough Mudder. And Tough Mudder, guys, is a series of obstacle and mud runs that'll push your physical and mental limits without the pressure of competition. It's essentially a community that is built on teamwork and overcoming obstacles where stepping outside of your comfort zone is the actual reward. And my big question is, guys, when was the last time you did something wild for the very first time? Now, listen, guys, Tough Mudder Arabia has a formidable team, and one of the events does actually take place on the 14th of October. And Tough Mudder Arabia guys is putting across a series of events this year and next year. And the first big event take place on Fujero Adventure Park on the 14th of October. So look at the show notes below, you'll find the registration link. And if you're someone who is in Dubai, there are two days of back-to-back Tough Mudder events as well that takes place on the 11th and the 12th of November at the iconic Jebel Ali race. And finally guys, in the second quarter of 2024, there's a massive event taking place in Ras al and that takes place on the 20th of April 2024. Now listen guys, if you want a season pass, it is at a discounted price. So look at the show notes below for the discounted price. And guess what guys, they have two different distances as well. 5 kilometers and 10 kilometers. And if you have kids, get your kids along. So check out the show notes below to find out more information regarding Tough Mudder Arabia. Next, Startup OI is global one tech platform for tech. It offers global high paying tech jobs with flexibility in working time and location, global free tech events and tech networks to connect with global like-minded engineers. A brilliant platform to listen to the tech experts in Metaverse and to grab their insights. Now listen, all you have to do is download the app Startup OI. If you're using an Android version, go to Google Store and App Store for iOS devices. Alternatively, you can also click on the show notes below to download Startup OI. Next, guys listen, if you're into fitness, if you're into adventure, if you want to do something wild but still want to keep your health in check, there is a new podcast in town, a podcast focusing on obstacle course race in the Middle East. The podcast is called The Race Pace Podcast. So check out The Race Pace Podcast across all leading platforms. And The Race Pace Podcast is a peer-to-peer community-driven podcast where they talk all about obstacle course race in the Middle East, from Sandstorm to Spartan Race, from Tough Mudder to Desert Warrior Challenge and also the Government Gulf Games and quite a lot more. The podcast has interviews with athletes locally and internationally to get insights scoop on how athletes prepare for obstacle course race. In the podcast, they also talk about interesting stories on why they are motivated to do obstacle course race. And that's not all. They also plan to release 7 NFTs and these NFTs are no ordinary. These NFTs will represent every emirate in the UAE. And listen guys, these NFTs are going to be absolutely massive. So do one thing, go to Spotify, go to iTunes, go to any leading podcasting platform and search for Rise in the Obstacle Coast Race podcast 
And finally, guys, not your keys, not your crypto. If you have dabbled with cryptocurrencies and now are seriously getting to protect your cryptocurrencies, there is no better way to protect it by using a hardware wallet. And this is where Ledger Wallet kicks in. And Ledger Wallets are hardware cryptocurrency wallets made by Ledger, a company headquartered in Paris, France. And Ledger's hardware wallets are multi-currency wallets that are used to store private keys for cryptocurrencies offline. And Ledger offers two hardware wallets, the Ledger Nano and Ledger Nano X wallets. They are world-class experts with extensive crypto security backgrounds. They continuously look for vulnerabilities in Ledger products in a constant effort to improve the level of security. In today's world, securing these digital assets is a critical challenge. And this is where Ledger kicks in. So click the link below to buy your hardware wallet and support this podcast. It is a brilliant way to support this podcast. So what are you waiting for? The link is in the show notes below. Now guys, since you've taken care of that, let's kick start by looking at the global cryptocurrency market. Now unfortunately guys, the global cryptocurrency market is down to $1.07 trillion and as I mentioned earlier, it's really hard to tell is because of the chaos between Israel and Palestine. That is the reason why the price of Bitcoin and cryptocurrency has gone down because look guys, when we talk about the creation of Bitcoin, ideally in such situation, Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies should provide a safe haven, isn't it? But as we've seen in the past, when there was chaos between Russia and Ukraine, unfortunately, the prices of Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies did actually go down. And I very specifically remember during that era, stablecoin volumes definitely pumped up. So it looks like stablecoins are turning out to be a safe haven for cryptocurrency world. Definitely not right. But unfortunately, that is a crazy world of cryptocurrencies, isn't it? Now, since the last 24 hours, the global cryptocurrency market is down by 1.55%. Now, the total cryptocurrency market volume has definitely pumped up to $26.68 billion. And since the last 24 hours, it is actually up by 58.59%. So, what I'd really recommend you to do is, guys, keep a track on what is going on so far as the volume of stablecoins is concerned. And then try to compare it, let's say, with the transactions of volume going on in centralized exchange as well as decentralized exchange. Now, so far as decentralized exchange is concerned, I'll definitely run through the numbers in a bit. But before that, let's look at the volume of DeFi. Because unfortunately, guys, the volume in DeFi in 2023 is going from bad to worse. And as of today, 10th of October, the volume is $2.60 billion. And DeFi, guys, is accounting for 9.08% of the total crypto market 24-hour volume. And so far as the total value locked is concerned, $37.49 billion is locked across all protocol and Lido is still dominating with $14.07 billion. And guys, one metric that I'm keeping a key eye on is decentralized exchange to centralized exchange dominance. Now surprisingly guys, looks like since the last 24 hours, the numbers have definitely pumped up at 22.80%. So what has been going on since the last 24 hours? Looks like a lot of them are converting the cryptocurrencies to stable coins and they are doing that using decentralized exchange as opposed to centralized exchange. At least that's what the matrix says. And I'm looking at these numbers, guys, via DeFiLama.com. And what I tend to do is let's say if there is a massive anomaly, I also look at individual blockchain explorer. And to be honest, guys, most of the time the numbers are fairly, fairly accurate. Guys, now let's quickly run through the volume in decentralized exchanges because yesterday for the very first time, Thorchain was number one. But as of today, Uniswap is back at number one and its volume is $886.05 million. Thorchain is number second at $354.74 million. PancakeSwap, guys, is at number third at $190.15 million in core finance at $134.44 million and finally Mavic Protocol at $102.25 million 
And guys, in my episode that I released yesterday, that is the 9th of October, I very precisely mentioned that the volume of Uniswap used to be absolutely at the highest on Mondays, but since the last two months, Tuesdays and Wednesdays is when the volume in Uniswap picks up pace, so I really am not sure what is going on. Now guys, let's quickly run through the volume of stablecoins. Now as of today, it is at $26.12 billion, and out of this $26.12 billion, guys, Tether USDT is accounting for $20.72 billion, Circle USDC is at $2.77 billion, and Binance BUSD, guys, is a little over half a billion dollar mark at $554 million. Now look guys, the volume of stable coins is accounting for 91.08% of the total crypto market 24 hour volume. Now if the chaos in the Middle East continues, could it be possible that stable coins will turn out to be a safe haven for the cryptocurrency world? Unfortunately, that is what it would look like. Now before we look at the market cap, 24 hour trading volume and dominance between Bitcoin and Ethereum. Let me just very quickly run through the total value lock across all DeFi protocols cause Lido gas is clearly dominating. And so far as the total value locked is concerned, $14.07 billion is locked in this protocol. And guys listen, if you actually go through DeFiLama.com and if you do want to go ahead and check as to how many chains they are operating in, it does actually give you the number of different chains Lido and all DeFi protocols are actually operating in. Now Lido is currently operating under 5 different chains and second one is Aave guys and the total value locked is $4.66 billion and Aave is surprisingly operating under 9 different chains. The third one is just Len and the total value locked is $4.65 billion and it is currently operating in just one chain. MakerDAO guys is at $4.39 billion. I'm talking about the total value locked and it is only operating in one chain and that to be honest is definitely Ethereum isn't it. Now the fifth one is Uniswap. And the total value locked is $3.06 billion and Uniswap guys as of today is currently operating in 10 different chains. Now guys before we look at the king of all kings that is Bitcoin, let me run through a protocol which to be honest did make quite a lot of news during the ICO era and this is called as Live PO. But unfortunately guys looks like the news regarding Live PO has definitely died down. So let me go ahead and briefly explain what Live PO is, who the founders of Live PO are and what are the unique features of Live PO. The live peer guys is a platform designed for live video streaming and unlike traditional streaming services that rely on centralized servers, live peer utilizes blockchain technology to create a decentralized network. This means it promises to offer an alternative to traditional broadcasting industry. Now, so far as the founders of live peer is concerned, live peer guys is an open source project and the legal entity beyond live peer is live peer inc. And the project was founded by Doug Patanix and Eric Tang and both founders have a very strong background in technology and entrepreneurship and they've worked at several different projects before getting into LivePeer. Now what is it that makes LivePeer unique? So essentially there are four factors that make LivePeer unique that is decentralization, open source, crypto economic incentives and use cases. So let me very briefly run through each point. Now so far as decentralization is concerned, LivePeer aims to decentralize the broadcasting process and it allows content producers to submit their work to the platform, which then takes care of formatting and distributing the content to viewers and streaming platforms. The second one is open source, and it's needless to say that LivePeer is open source, meaning that anyone can contribute to its development, and this promotes transparency and community involvement. Now listen guys, I really am not sure in reality that does actually take place, cause it looks like there is a central entity does actually go and accept any contribution. Now let's move on to the third point that is crypto economic incentives and users and developers can participate in the platform. 
through incentives and rewards provided by blockchain encouraging active involvement and contribution. And finally guys, so far as use cases concerned, LivePeo serves various use cases including pay-as-you-go content consumption, auto-scaling social video services, uncensorable live journalism, and video-enabled decentralized applications or dApps as we like to call it. Now so far as tokenomics is concerned, LivePeo's native token is called as LPT, that is L for Larry, P for Peter, and T for Tango. And there is a maximum supply of around 22.9 LPT tokens with a circulating supply of about 21.2 million LPT and these tokens are distributed among founders, early team members, pre-sale purchasers and crowd sales. Now so far as the network security is concerned, LivePeer uses a consensus mechanism called as Delegated Proof of Stake which is different from Bitcoin's Proof of Work and DPoS or Delegated Proof of Stake guys doesn't require energy intensive mining. Instead, validators are chosen based on number of tokens they stake as collateral, making it more eco-friendly and scalable. And LivePeer benefits from the security and existing DAB ecosystem of the Ethereum blockchain. Now listen guys, if you do want to go ahead and pick up some LPT token or LivePeer tokens, you can do so by several different cryptocurrency exchanges, but I'm very much sure they definitely have it on gate.io. So essentially guys, in summary, LivePeo is a project that leverages blockchain to decentralize live video streaming, offering various advantages such as openness, incentives for users, and a more eco-friendly consensus mechanism. And LPT is a native cryptocurrency token, and you can also purchase it on exchanges for investments or use LivePeo within the network. And listen guys, to be honest personally, I don't think so there is a future in this, because when you talk about video sharing platform, Unfortunately, as much as I hate saying this, YouTube definitely kills pretty much each and everything, isn't it? Why go out and do all this drama where YouTube is completely free? And so far as the user experience is concerned, it is extremely, extremely easy. I know for a fact that even a 3-year-old or 4-year-old is absolutely addicted to YouTube. Will they be able to go out and use LivePR? Really, really, I'm not sure, to be honest. But nonetheless, definitely an interesting project so far as techs and geeks are concerned. Now guys, let's quickly run through the market cap, 24-hour trading volume and dominance between Bitcoin and Ethereum because Bitcoin's market cap guys is at $537 billion and Ethereum is at $189 billion. Now if you look at the 24-hour trading volume, Bitcoin's 24-hour trading volume is $12 billion whereas Ethereum is at $7 billion. Now what is strange and surprising since the last 24 hours guys, Bitcoin's dominance has pumped up and to be honest in 2023. This might be the very first time Bitcoin's dominance has crossed the 50% mark and as of today it is at 50.03% and Ethereum's dominance has actually gone down and it is at 17.70%. Now look guys, it's going to be really critical to see how the urines, particularly for Bitcoin, that will definitely give us a very strong indication on what the price of Bitcoin most likely will be in the foreseeable future. Now so far as the price of Bitcoin is concerned, it is at $27,552. Since the last 24 hours, it is down by 0.97%. Since the last 7 days, it is up by 0.49%. Ethereum gas is well below the $1,600 mark. It is at $1,578. Since the last 24 hours, it is down by 2.93%. Since the last 7 days, it is down by 5.05%. Binance BNB coin guys is at $206. And since the last 24 hours, it is down by 2.36%. And since the last 7 days, it is down by 4%. 
Now look guys, in the world of cryptocurrency, it's so easy to go ahead and make a mistake, but making a mistake which is roughly around $500 million can be absolutely devastating and that is exactly what has happened. So what happened is that crypto developer platform Gitcoin has approximately sent $460,000 worth of Gitcoin, also called as GTC tokens due to an accidental transfer to an unrecoverable contract address. So most likely this particular public address does not have any private key and what happened is that the funds were meant for a merchandise, memes and marketing budget proposal but ended up in a GTC token contract instead and these funds guys are now trapped most likely forever with no way to retrieve them and this news was actually published by the project lead called Jonathan and he did actually state that a total of 521,440 GTT tokens were lost in the snafu. Now so far as the coins are concerned, they were trading just below $1 roughly at 0.90 cents at the time when the transaction took place. But listen guys, the person who has made this error, I'm pretty much sure would be absolutely petrified. And this does look like an honest mistake because sending it to an address which does not have a private key looks like the funds are completely, completely gone. And this is one of the drawbacks guys. Of using cryptocurrency and blockchain so so critical guys you truly need to understand what private key is what public key is and what public address is now what is a bit ironic is that when you talk about gitcoin these are cryptocurrency developers and i'm pretty much sure they know the ins and outs of it but looks like this was an honest and a really expensive mistake now guys let's discuss some news from the second biggest cryptocurrency exchange in the world that is coinbase and one of the twitter users called is Vu did actually report that a study conducted by Dragonfly data scientist Hill Dobby who used data from Yoon Analytics does actually show that Coinbase currently holds 3.873 million stake Ethereum making 14.1% of total stake ETH. Now look guys, when we talk about centralization in the world of proof of staking, looks like rich people are getting richer in it. Now the same argument can be made regarding proof of work as well because of the economies of scale only filthy rich people can go ahead and set up the mining operations and the same analogy can be used regarding proof of stake as well coinbase's significant presence in the ethereum staking arena is second only to liquid staking platform that is lido dao and regarding lido dao guys i tend to look at it on a daily basis now what that report also states is that binance have a 4.2% market share and Kraken, the oldest cryptocurrency exchange, has a 3% market share. Now look guys, when you talk about proof of work or proof of stake, unfortunately human greed is something which cannot be solved. And I often think about this guys, when you talk about the invention of Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies, the whole idea of a separation of money and the state and the role of the state has been replaced by billionaires, multi-millionaire celebrities and influencers. And unfortunately guys, so far as human greed is concerned, Limited supply of cryptocurrencies and game theory looks like we may never have a solution. So far as the accumulation of stake Ethereum is concerned, there is another staking pool called as Figment that did actually come number third with 4.9% market dominance. And listen guys, if you do want to go ahead and be part of this pool, you definitely need to be aware of these numbers. Now guys, let's discuss some news all the way from UK. And the news is that Binance, UK and Moonpay have made announcements regarding the efforts to adhere to UK's recently introduced regulations on financial promotions. Now guys, if you go to the show notes below, you will see the official announcement by Binance, you will see the official announcement by OKX, and you will see some news regarding Moonpay as well. So go through the show notes below, you'll get the official link. So let me very briefly explain what is it that Binance has announced, 
what is it that OKX has announced and what is it that Moonpay will be doing. Now, so far as Binance is concerned, Binance in the announcement did actually state that they will redirect its UK retail users to a localized domain starting from 8th of October, offering only products and services compliant with UK regulations, including spot and margin trading, Binance Pay, NFT marketplace and loans, and Binance will discontinue products like gift cards, referral bonuses, academy and research, academy and research in compliance with new FCA regulation. Now it's important to note guys that the changes apply to UK retail users and do not affect users exempt under the new FinProm rules such as certain institutional and professional investors. Now so far as OKX's announcement is concerned, they have actually stated that they have reduced its token offerings to about 40 assets and added prominent risk warnings on its platform, cautioning investors about the high-risk nature of crypto investments and OKX guys have also launched a dedicated UK social media account to communicate compliant products and services to users and funny cars regarding MoonPay. They have also stated that they are working to comply with the new FinPrem rules facing challenges due to its global operation. So it looks like guys regulations are definitely stringent in the UK and there are two ways of looking at it guys. Looks like regulations can definitely guard the mainstream adoption of cryptocurrencies but at the same time regulations can also ensure that users and investors are protected as well isn't it. Now guys let's discuss some news from Ukraine and this is to do with artificial intelligence and Ukraine's Ministry of Digital Transformation presented its regulatory roadmap for artificial intelligence on the 7th of October. Now in the show notes below guys you'll see the official link but it is in Ukrainian language but Cointelegraph have an English explanation and the article via Cointelegraph states that the aim of the regulation is to help local companies prepare for adopting a local analogs to European Union's AI Act and it also seeks to educate citizens on protecting themselves from artificial intelligence risks. And according to the roadmap's announcement guys, it is based on a bottoms up approach that suggests moving less to more and it will provide businesses with tools to prepare for future requirements before adopting any laws. Now listen guys, in the world of politics you should know that BlackRock is the financial institution that has got the contract to rebuild Ukraine and could it be possible that any AI firm that is associated with BlackRock has a competitive advantage in Ukraine? Most likely yes. So it is definitely worth doing more research. So those were the news cards from Crypto and Coffee Date from Blockchain DXP. Now let's look at two news from Dubai, UAE and the Middle East. Now the first news cards is a bit of an unfortunate news. And this is actually published by a Bitcoin.com that actually states that the Dubai regulators have blocked the sale and distribution of Islamic coin. So let me very briefly run through what this news is. So the news essentially is that the Dubai's Wara, that is Virtual Asset Regulatory Authority, has blocked the sale and distribution of Islamic coin and the ticker symbol for Islamic coin is ISLM. And Wara claims that both Gen DMCC, that is also called as BG, is distributing ISLM without proper authorization. And BG as of now is not licensed or registered virtual asset issuer according to Wara and the public sale of ISLM token through a regulation D offering arranged by Open Deal Portal LLC may also be a potential violation of regulation 3.a.1 and as of now BG has not obtained the required approval from Wara to distribute ISLM and Wara guys issued an alert on 4th of October to inform investors and market participants about this unauthorized activity. Now it's important to note guys that this action by Wara comes shortly after BG announced the sale and distribution of ISLM token and BG had recently received recognition as blockchain innovation of the year. 
Absolutely funny and crazy, isn't it? Now, Vara suspects that BG may have marketed ISLM without proper approval, and Vara's investigating whether there has been a breach of Administrative Order Number 01-2022 related to the regulation of marketing, advertising and promotion of virtual assets, and BG is instructed to cease marketing activities until it obtains the necessary approvals from Vara. Now, look, guys, regulations in this case are definitely right because you just can't be promoting any coins without getting any regulatory approval. And Vara does actually recommend that investors and those targeted by BG should notify the regulator via email and the alert serves as a warning to public about the unauthorized distribution of ISLM. Now listen guys, Dubai's Digital Asset Regulator is actively monitoring and enforcing regulations in the virtual asset space and the sale and distribution of ISLM by BG have definitely raised regulatory concerns. And what is important to note that is BG's recognition as a blockchain innovation did not exempt it from regulatory compliance and that can definitely not happen as well isn't it you can get loads and awards and recognition but there are certain rules that you need to follow and vara's actions aim to ensure that virtual asset activities in dubai adhere to regular standards and this situation guys highlights the importance of obtaining proper approval for virtual asset offerings in the emirate of dubai and listen guys you definitely need to be aware of what the rules and regulations are now guys, let's discuss the second news from the second emirate of UAE that is Abu Dhabi. And the news is that Abu Dhabi's IHC is planning to acquire 10% stake in crypto for Phoenix Group. So let me go ahead and explain what this news is. Because Abu Dhabi's investment holding IHC is a conglomerate and IHC is acquiring a 10% stake in cryptocurrency for Phoenix Group. And this execution is being executed through IHC's wholly owned subsidiary that is International Tech Group. And the agreement for the stake purchase is considered definitive and the disclosure of this acquisition was made on Abu Dhabi Security Exchange and IHC Gaz is currently in the process of completing all necessary procedures and obtaining regulatory approval for the transaction. Now look guys, so far as UAE is concerned, the rules are absolutely stringent and they definitely seem to protect investors and average people as well. So you definitely be aware of these rules. Now so far as Phoenix Group is concerned, it is actively engaged in Bitcoin mining and offers services related to crypto mining equipment, distribution and hosting. And Phoenix Group also has a portfolio of mining facilities located in Middle East, Europe, United States of America and Canada as well. And in August of this year, Phoenix Group announced a significant deal with Green Data City, which is an Oman-based company. And I'm very much sure, guys, that I definitely covered this news in my Crypto & Coffee Day podcast. And this Green Data City, I believe, has to do with a beautiful place called Salala as well. So definitely feel free to go and check out the episode. I'm pretty much sure I covered it the day or the very next day when the announcement was made. But so far as this news is concerned, the deal involves the establishment of a $300 million crypto mining farm and the acquisition by IHC highlights their interest in the cryptocurrency and blockchain industry and it signifies a growing trend of traditional companies entering into the cryptocurrency space and Phoenix Group's presence extends across multiple continents reflecting its global reach and Bitcoin mining gas is a key aspect of Phoenix Group's operation and the acquisition is subject to regulatory approval underscoring the importance of compliance in the cryptocurrency industry and the partnership with Green Data City Gas is indicative of the crypto industry's expansion into various regions and the sizable investment of $300 million that I mentioned earlier in crypto mining does actually signify the growing importance of crypto mining firms and this move underscores the increasing integration of traditional finance and cryptocurrency market. So definitely, definitely positive news. So those were the news cards from Crypto and Coffee Date from Blockchain DXV. 
In case if you guys have any feedback or suggestions, drop me an email to infoblockchaindxp.com. Check out my website www.blockchaindxp.com and also check out my other website area2071.com that talks everything about metaverse. And guys, if you like listening to this podcast, please click on the follow button, give it a five star rating, and share the word across. Now, for the next few minutes, it's going to be an Ask Me Anything series where you listeners can ask any questions regarding Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain, cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi, and metaverse. So let's kick start with the Ask Me Anything series. Hey everyone, it's Josh from Blockchain DXB. You're listening to the Ask Me Anything series where your listeners can ask any questions regarding Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain, cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi, and metaverse. I have a question by Claire who asks Do you think the Israel and Palestinian conflict could actually pump the price of Bitcoin? Now, listen, Claire, in an idealistic world, whenever there is absolute chaos, let's say be it COVID 19, Russia or Ukraine in conflict, or Israel and Palestinian conflict, or in the near future, China and Taiwanese conflict in an idealistic world and the way Bitcoin was designed, people should have had faith in Bitcoin. But unfortunately, we are not living in a perfect world. So to answer your question, do I think because of this conflict, could it actually pump the price of Bitcoin? Unfortunately not, because that is not what has happened in the previous times. Now, when you talk about COVID-19, unfortunately, the price of Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies did actually go down. And listen, Claire, very specifically remember, a lot of the Bitcoin OGs, a lot of the so-called celebrities and influencers, they were actually hoping that the world economy is going to collapse and the only safe haven is that of Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies. Unfortunately, during the time of COVID, the price of Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies did actually go down. When there was conflict between Russia and Ukraine, people were saying that Bitcoin will be the perfect safe haven in terms of war. Unfortunately, that did not happen. Now, historically, when you talk about the last hundred of years, gold has definitely proven to be the safe haven and looks like gold has definitely proven to be a safe haven during the Russia-Ukraine conflict and most likely during Israel and Palestinian conflict and in the near future in the China and Taiwan is conflict as well. Now, unfortunately, I don't think so. The price of Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies will be bumping up. Now, listen, if you go to any YouTube so-called price influencers or celebrity influencers, they would actually state that because the world is going into chaos, the only thing that will actually stand tall is the price of Bitcoin and that is absolutely nonsense. And I was just reading through one of the tweets that did actually state that if Bitcoin existed during Hitler's era, Hitler would have been destroyed but Bitcoin would have remained absolutely nonsense to be honest. Unfortunately, Claire, if you look at the numbers, during times of COVID-19, during times of chaos between Russia and Ukraine, the volume of stable coins has definitely picked up pace and I really am not sure if you've been listening to my podcast or not. I've been saying this all and over again. In 2023, the volume of stable coins has been low but for some odd reason, there have been left and right partnership in the world of stable coins. PayPal has gotten into stable coin. Ripple is on the verge of launching its own stable coin. Hedera Hashgraph is planning to launch its own stable coin. So this year, there's been quite a lot of news regarding stable coins. But if you look at the volumes, the volumes has been the lowest. Now, could it be possible that those guys know something that average individuals don't know? That is the anticipation of Israel and Palestinian conflict. Most likely, yes. And that is one of the reasons why they've gone ahead and done partnership. Now, I wouldn't be surprised in the next coming months or so, the volume of stable coins would actually pick up pace. Unfortunately, I don't think so. 
the price of Bitcoin and Cryptocurrencies will go down. Now, what is really interesting is that we do have a stopgap arrangement regarding the federal government shutting down. Now, during this time, could it be possible that we get some news regarding Bitcoin spot ETF or let's say Ethereum spot ETF? That news, which is not connected, let's say, to the Israeli and Palestinian conflict, could actually pump up the price of Bitcoin and Cryptocurrencies. And world cryptocurrency influencers will actually state that because of war, the price of Bitcoin is pumping up and general people all over the world are actually believing in Bitcoin and that definitely may not be true and that is a possibility that might happen, may not happen as well. But to answer your question Claire, I don't think that because of this conflict, the price of Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies will be pumping up and I'm pretty much sure a lot of the cryptocurrency influencers will be telling you that it actually is. And to be honest, Claire, as I always see, all price predictions are 100% right, 50% of the time. So that's about all, guys. Somebody ask me anything, see some blockchain DXV. In case if you guys have any feedback or suggestions, please drop me an email to info.blockchaindxv.com. Check out my website, www.blockchaindxv.com. And also check out my other website, area1271.com, that talks everything about Metaverse. And guys, if you like listening to this podcast, please click on the follow button, give it a 5-star rating and share the word across. Now for the next few minutes, it's going to be an Ask Me Anything series where you listeners can ask any questions regarding Bitcoin, Blockchain, Beyond Blockchain, Cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi and Metaverse. And remember guys, Monday to Thursdays, 8am to 8.30am, we have Crypto and Coffee at 8, where we cover job news and information pertaining to Bitcoin, Blockchain, Beyond Blockchain, Cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi and Metaverse and other series of episodes under Crypto and Coffee at 8 works is we usually cover some top news and information pertaining to the browser cryptocurrencies, some major breaking news, occasionally short and sweet news as well, news that has an impact on the cryptocurrency world. The other two news and information is related to Dubai, UAE and Middle East in the world of Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain, cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi, Metaverse and what you're listening to right now is the Ask Me Anything series where your listeners can ask any questions regarding Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain, cryptocurrencies, NFTs, Defund Metaverse. So thanks so much for listening, guys, and have a nice one. Bye bye.